Hey everyone, welcome back to Today in Tech. I'm here with PC World, Mac World's Tech Hive's Michael Simon. Today we're talking about securing and speeding up your home network, so stick around. Mike, thanks again so much for calling in once again. Really appreciate it. As we all know, I'm working from home, you're working from home, and we're all working off of our home Wi-Fi networks, for the most of us, I have to assume. Yeah, and uh, you know we're really testing the like the global capability of the internet. It's 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 amazing. You know, Netflix and Disney and and all these streaming services have had to dial back their the quality of their of their streams because like we're we're reaching a limit of what the what the pipe what the internet pipe can handle. It's 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 remarkable. Yeah, I know. I've got a lot of um, Netflix watching to catch up on. I have not done Tiger King yet i haven't either i haven't seen it either I, I i see every every time i log into twitter someone's talking about it but i have not watched it yet so while we're all at home not just watching netflix all day we are indeed working or perhaps you're going to school you are going to be relying on your home wi-fi network a lot more than you would have in the past i mean you're home for you know in theory eight more hours a day if you if you're used to working in an office yeah, and everyone in your house is using it at the same time <laughs> Yep. So when you're working from home and you're also splitting up your connected devices, how can you try to get the most out of your home Wi-Fi network? So let's start with the obvious. You're paying a set amount to your internet company, your ISP, every month for X speed. What if that's not good enough right now? I mean, it depends on what you're doing on an average basis. Most people in this in, most people in the U.S. probably have around 25, an average of 25 megabits per second, which is plenty. Mo, you know, for most things that you want to do, whether it's you know video conferencing, and you know light browsing and email and all these things that you need to do, even you know schoolwork. Uh, a lot of these schools have have online portals that you need to log into. All of that stuff should be fine simultaneously with a 25 or 15 to 25 megabits per second where you start running into trouble is when you start streaming netflix and maybe a peloton and uh, a zoom thing all at once and everything is trying to use this you know the, the same 25 megabits per second everyone wants all of that connection at once and that's when things could slow down a little bit but you know for, for most people that that number should be fine. Listen, if you can afford to up to, to upgrade it to 100, I mean, go for it. You know, you can probably call up uh, Comcast or Cox or whoever your provider is, and they can most likely make that change over the phone, provided that your modem is capable of handling the the jump. They can press a couple of buttons, and 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 you you have more. Some internet service providers have actually increased the speed of their of their um, uh, of their packages without anyone even doing it. They've just done it because they know that people are going to need more speed to get the things done that they need to that they need to do these days. Got it. So we actually had a really great viewer question. Someone is, I have to assume, working from home right now, and they were wondering about prioritizing video speeds on your home network or prioritizing video traffic rather. Is that possible? Yeah, um, most routers. If you log into the the like if you log into the admin page, which most people don't do, but every every router has a page 
you know, you can log into it on, on your browser and, and browser and you can get to all of those settings that you don't generally think about. And one of them will be a quality of service setting. It'll be hidden in advanced or internet or speed or whatever the menu is, it depends on, on, on what you're using. And yet within that, you'll be able to say, when Netflix is running, I want that to be the priority application that gets all of the traffic or Skype or Zoom or whatever you want when, when, it, when it's needed. So that means when you fire up Netflix on your Roku or whatever you're using it on, your router will say, okay, this is on. So I'm going to give this the most speed. It won't get all the speed, like your other devices won't just like stop working, but it'll make sure that it has enough to run and then it'll allocate everything else to you know, your phone and everything else that, that's, that's needed. Right, so if you've really been leaning heavily into you know, Zoom, like we've been, Teams, whatever video conferencing software you're using, it can, you can configure your Wi-Fi network as such to really prioritize that traffic. And some, some routers um, do it automatically. The, uh, the new Google Nest Wi-Fi, for example, can kind of sense that. So if there's a bunch of devices, like I have a ton of smart devices in my house. So I think I have like 50 or 60 internet connected devices on my network at any given moment. And so if I had a Google Nest Wi-Fi, which I don't, but if I did, it would say, okay, fine. These are, aren't really doing anything right now. This is a thermostat. So like we're gonna, it's gonna put those over here, but this laptop is streaming. So we're gonna prioritize that. And it does it automatically. Most, most routers don't do that. Well, you'll have to like go in and physically change the settings and prioritize it yourself. That said, if you have a 25 or 50 or hundred megabits per second connection, you should be fine because usually when you're watching TV, you're watching TV. When you're doing video conferencing, you're doing video conferencing. You, you run into trouble when you start to do everything at once. And that's pretty rare for most people. Even if you have multiple people in the same house, they're not all going to get on the on and do video conferencing at the same time. I'm wondering about how people might be utilizing their mobile networks right now. So like, for example, we're on Zoom right now. Great, we're chatting. But if I had a question that I really wanted to look up, do you think that any mobile networks are experiencing this higher traffic as well? Uh, you're talking about wireless networks? Yeah, like, yes. Like, like, like your phone's LTE connection? Yeah, exactly. I mean, to be honest with you, I bet those things are, are free and clear because nobody's, nobody's leaving the house. Like, you know, except to make a phone call, which nobody really does anymore. Um, like, th they're, they're really not being utilized at all. Everything's connected to Wi-Fi. In fact, you know, if you have a, an unlimited plan, you might want to consider going down to a, 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 two gig, a, two, a, a two gig plan for a couple of months because you're paying for, for all this data that you're not using. Mm -hmm. That's a good idea, actually. So, like you said, everyone's working from home. People in your house are going to school. I mean, I know it's the case here in my home. We're all on at the same time. And, I mean, I've noticed it personally that my, that Wi-Fi has really started to suffer. So, bit, yeah. so, how can you go and really just get the most out of your Wi-Fi network when everyone in your house is working from home or they're on school and you have multiple devices connected. I mean, sometimes I've got my laptop running, but I've also got my desktop computer that I hauled from the office that's upstairs and I'm also using that. So how can you make sure that each device is getting the most out of your network? Yeah, I mean, the, the biggest thing, short of going out and buying something new, which you can do, you can buy a new mesh router system if you don't have one, which are great. 
or you can get a new modem that um, maybe um, you have a modem that's five or seven years old that isn't capable of, of, of actually handling the speeds that's coming into your house. Both of those things are, are possible, but if you don't want to spend any money, I mean, something as simple as checking where your wireless router is positioned is extremely important. Most people put them in a, in a closet or a cabinet and you're blocking the signal. Like I know they're ugly and I know you don't want to put them on a shelf or next to your TV or whatever you do, but you know, in my house, in fact, you can see one right behind me. There's, that's, that's my router. Because if I put it in a, in a cabinet or in a, in a drawer, it might be hidden and look nicer. But it's all, you're also you're, you're cutting down the speeds that you're getting. And you know, I, I had a friend, like this is a true story. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not making up this anecdote. Uh, a friend of mine texted me a week and a half ago. And he said, you know, I've been, you know, we're all home doing, doing uh, whatever we're doing on the internet. How, how come my, my speeds are so low? I said, well, where is your router? He goes, oh, well, it's in my closet. I'm like, well, that's not where it should be. Like you need it to be out. Like you need to, to, to put it in a place that's somewhat centralized and also is able to broadcast that signal. All it is is an antenna. And if you're blocking that antenna, particularly by a, by a, by a door, it's, it's gonna suffer. So that's, that's number one, you know, find a good position for your router. And, you know, this, the second thing is, you know, it could be your computer too. Like you want to go in there and, you know, run some diagnostics and, you know, clean some things out because things like storage in your computer and, you know, all the things that you have on it, RAM, RAM allotments, like you don't think that that's going to affect internet speeds, but it does because everything that's on your computer works through the internet. So if, if things are slow, it's going to slow down the speed of your browser as well. Those are good tips. I mean, and the fact of the matter is, no one's looking at your internet router right now because no one's coming into your house beside you. So, you know, some of like these days, some of them look, look pretty cool anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's the case for your router, but I know it's certainly not for mine, but mine is indeed out in the open here. But before I let you go, Mike, I want to think of now about security. Obviously now everyone, I could not say it enough in this entire video, we're working from home. And a lot of the time that means that we're doing things from home on our home networks that could be potentially sensitive or you're accessing, you know, your corporate network or your corporate servers. And how can you make sure that your Wi-Fi connection is secure? I have to assume step number one is don't make it a public Wi-Fi network. Yeah, that's, that's steps one through 10, actually. <laughs> uh, yeah, use WPA2 encryption, which, is, which that's just a fancy way of saying set a password. And you, you, you want to set a strong password. You don't want it to be, you know, like your, your, your house number and your last name. Like you want it to be something because you're not going to be typing. Once you type it into your computer, that's it. You forget it remembers and you forget about it. So make it something that's a string of numbers that nobody would ever, you know, numbers and letters that nobody would ever guess. Most likely it was set by your cable company when they came in, uh, if, if, if you went that route. So if you happen to disable it or you had a reason to disable it, make sure that's on your router. Number two is your SSID, which is, another fancy name of saying it's, it's, it's just, it's the name of your network. Now this sounds silly, but if you, if it's called your, your house, like let's say you live at um, 22 Elm Lane and your, your Wi-Fi is 22 Elm Lane. If someone is looking around and trying to hack your, your system, they're going to know that's you. Don't do that. Pick something that's random that nobody would guess because when someone's you know, driving around and looking for something to hack into, in this fictional universe I've just created, 
uh, and you know, they see a bunch of names. And if they see one that's obvious, they're going to know that how to target and who to target. So keep it, keep it random, keep it, keep it vague. Yeah, that's obviously really good tips. I know it can be, you know, sometimes difficult to distinguish your Wi-Fi network from others when everyone is sort of just a jumbled letter number combination. Yeah, yeah, but... right. You want to make it something that you can, that you know is yours, not like, you know, Netgear 6937. Like make it something that you will know when you see a list of 20 different networks, you can pick it and move on. And, you know, I mean, the, 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 as you said, these are obvious tips but you know, short of getting a, a NAS server or uh, setting up firewalls in your house, there, you know, in, in encrypting your home network is extraordinarily simple. People aren't generally looking and driving around and trying to hack individual houses. It just doesn't really happen. If you know, that's this is the, it's, it's it's simple. It's why people at why your your business probably says don't log on to Starbucks onto our our virtual network because that, that's not secure. Make sure it's password protected, and and you know you'll be fine. And, you know, make sure you sign out of your company's VPN before you start doing your personal things as well. You know, use that for work, shut it down, and then go off on, uh, on the rest of your day. You'll be, you'll be very happy that you did that. All very that's helpful. A, that's a bonus tip. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm sure our viewers really appreciate that. It is good advice all around. So thank you so much, Mike. Really appreciate you calling in once again. Thanks. And thank you all so much for watching this episode of Today in Tech. If you liked this video, be sure to give it a thumbs up and subscribe to our channel. And if you have any comments or questions about securing your home network, any tips that we may have missed, please leave a comment below. Thanks again so much for watching, and we'll see you next time. This podcast is produced by IDG Communications Incorporated.